Hello, my name is Stephen Smith, the owner of 3Pi Squared, and this is the ABA Business Leaders Podcast. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our membership program. 3Pi Squared has helped over 700 ABA practices start up and expand. Our membership has over 45 hours of content from experts in the fields of law, accounting, diversity and inclusion, childhood development, mindfulness, business development, HIPAA compliance, marketing and branding, billing, and more. We also have discounts on things like our 3Pi Squared handbooks, professional liability insurance, background checks, HIPAA compliant email, contacts, calendars, and cloud storage. The membership also includes 33 CEUs, live Ask Us Anything events where you can come on and ask your questions as you're going through the program. And in our app, you can also add anonymous questions and get your answers. To learn more about the membership, please go to our website, www.3pisquared.com and click on ABA Business Leaders. And now let's get to the episode. All right, now I'm going to start. So hello, everyone listening slash watching. We are going to be discussing April's first course with 3Pi Squared. It is values-based leadership, and it is to find your values, find your company's values, bring them together, and make an amazing practice with those values. So without further ado, I'll let you go into it, April. So yeah, so um, as uh, some of you guys may know who followed us, like we, um, 3Pi Squared kind of came from my ABA company or our ABA company um, that we started um, years ago. And so uh, I ran that company for the past um, 10 plus years. And um, in the last few years, really started getting interested in as I was going through my own like life changing growth events and you know self growth and all of that, started to use some of that within my company. And um, about the same time, Steven started working on uh, curiosity based management through you know another part of his venture here. Mm-hmm. And um, that also, um, as we were creating some of that stuff, I was able to use that within the company. But personally, I started to find, I worked with a a life coach and started to think about my own values and um, realizing that some of my struggles um, and hardships were due to the fact where I was kind of aimless. And I, uh, once I did the hard work (laughs) coming up with um, my own values and figuring out where I stand with that, then it was, it really opened the door for a lot of, um, a lot of growth Mm -hmm. personally and how I ran the company, how I how I led my staff, and you know interacted with my clients and and uh, parents of my clients. So yeah, so Stevens 
now that we now that I've closed my my agency, um, and I am here now helping him. Or you guys have seen me in the podcast and the lives, you know, active um, helping Stephen out, and he agreed to uh, me doing a few solo things and trying it out and see what you guys think. And so yeah, so that's kind of where we are. So okay, well I'll tell you a little bit about this workshop. So. What, what I'm trying out this time is like a, um, a little bit different model than what you've seen from some of Steven's um, courses, but we're going to talk about um, values and so, but we're going to like split it up into, you know, some presentations, some interactive presentations um, in a live format, and then we'll also have some group coaching along with that. And we'll tell you more details about that later. But so basically what it it is, is we're going to be working on um, identifying your own personal values first, and then going into how your personal, like embedding your personal values into your um, company values and why it's important to do that. And then leading to, you know, either making your mission statement if you're just starting out or adjusting your mission statement, you know, as you start working through your values and adjusting your, maybe you're adding values into your company, then um, you may find that you want to update your mission statement as well. And then it all kind of flows into the general like culture of your company. And so we'll go into more detail about what that looks like. Okay. Um, but uh, the slides, <laughs> the slides are really honestly just here to give a little bit of guidance. I tend to, um, not always follow them exactly, but I guess like the first thing I guess it would be important to talk about is like why values. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I wore my um, my compass necklace today because that was one of the first things when I started learning about values and why they're so important is I really uh, was able to see that values really are your compass. You know, I've heard that, um, you know, you read that, um, but the more I use that, the more, um, the more that like... I do work with my values and values have just become part of me. I kind of like that symbol of a compass. Um, so, but yeah, so values are really important because as it says here, it helps you to find your purpose and it just really identifying your, your values just really to help, uh, help you identify what's important to you and keep it at the forefront to help guide your daily life. Okay. So I'm a good person. I know that I'm going to do good things. Mm-hmm. And so why do I need to know my values other than that? <laughs> so, so yeah. So just like how, I don't Okay. So we're a bunch of behavior analysts here, mm-hmm. right? For the most part. For the most part, yeah. I'm not, but well, yeah. Are, yeah. Well, you pretend to be. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but it's, it's like, it's important if you, I, if you clearly identify them, if you clear, if you like, if you're able to clearly identify them and... Um, say them by name and have a word to call them, um, then it just helps more clearly define uh, your values. So like, oh, I'm my values are I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me more about that. Right. You know, what, um, what does it mean to be a good person to you? Right. I, I think that's what's really important about it is that your values um, and that's how we start with individual values, your personal values, even though it's like this is like a business building, ABA company, 
leading kind of format and have most of you know our audience are either growing their ABA practice or they're trying to start an ABA practice. So so why are we talking about personal values? Well, I mean, it's just it's a starting point. Like it, it, they're so individualized and, um, you know, everyone has has their own set of values. Uh, it's not like a one size fits all kind of thing right. of what a good person looks like. We right. each are going to have our own specific definition of what, you know, a good person is. And then I would assume, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't know your personal values, probably would make it super difficult to create company values. Yeah. So, I mean, I've even helped coach some of your, like, consult with some of your clients who maybe came to us with some other questions or concerns. And I found myself, like, say, okay, do you mind? Is it okay with you if we step back a minute? And I'd like to ask you some questions about like why you started this company. Right. What's important to you? You know, what what's your purpose here? What's, you know, basically trying to find out at least some kind of like, some kind of starting point of like, what, sure. you know, where, like where they're going here, what what's important to them, basically what their values sure. are, because it can really help to to ground you and it makes your you know like we're all striving for like that work life balance right and we you know what is that saying like um if you enjoy your work then you never work a day in your life right. kind mm-hmm. of thing right mm-hmm. and so like we want to go to work and have have fun at work and enjoy what we do and so I feel like a big part of that is if you're an understanding, if you know what your values are and you're able to like embed those into your business and you're able to build this business based on your own personal values, then it just makes sense that then you would be more fulfilled within your work and you would feel more, I don't know, aligned with your purpose in life and what you're passionate about. And perhaps what you enjoy doing. And so if you're able to build that within your company, like your own personal values embed those with company values or base your company values on your personal values, then you're also like setting that culture within your workplace, like we were talking about. And then what's going to come from that it are, you know, the people that you hire, right. essentially, the people that, you you know, you invite to join your team, you can kind of seek out or, you know, I don't even think, honestly, I'm going to get like a little woo-woo here. Like, I don't think that you even have to seek those people out necessarily. I think that once you set that certain culture and you're living by your values and you've embedded that in your company values that you're going to like just going to all kind of come together and you're going to end up inviting those people into your company. People kind of walk beside you on your journey. Yeah. 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 Now, one thing we did a podcast uh, with uh, Dr. Christopher Liddy. Mm -hmm. He's like super into mindfulness and values and embedding it into the work culture. He's like, He's convinced that this is the right thing to do. And he's convinced me that this is the right thing to do. And so we did a podcast on this a while back. You can check it out. I'll put a link in this when I, if I remember, um, that's not being super mindful, but, um, but he, he's, he's done the research on this. There's data to back this up that it makes it, there's less burnout in companies that embed this in and actually embed this in, right? And so this is what April is going to be focusing on in is how do you organically do this, right? And so I think part of what 
she's going to be going over is values and, and really understanding your values. And then you can kind of move forward, right? That's kind of like opening the door and then you can kind of go on the path. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then the one other thing, the last thing I'll say on this is like ethics increases, ethical decision making increases when you do this. It, it's been like, again, he has the data. Uh, I didn't do it. But like, this is this is what he does. So I would check that out. Even if you're not, you know, you're like, eh, I can't do this right now. I would just check out that podcast and, and just see that there is data. So like for all you BCBAs out there, show me the data. Listen to that podcast. Uh, you'll, you'll, he, he, this is what he does for a living is he embeds uh, this into uh, huge companies, right? Um, mm -hmm. And, and the data is there to back this up. So, you know, that's, that's just something to note. So it's not just, it's not just going to make you feel a little bit better. Yeah. It, it's really yeah. like it, the data is there to back this up and you can kind of trust that, okay, this well, result in you know mm -hmm. if i if i can do this it may result in more ethical decision making right a, a less burnt out culture in my company uh, and i think that after two plus years of covid i think everybody's kind of burnt out you know yeah, everybody's well, stressed I mean, out that and that's honestly like so that's why this is like a big passion project of mine and of course yes data research all the things um in the workshop i'm not going to go into all the data and research within the workshop i'll i'll supply um like resources and you know links and mm -hmm. stuff like that for you and if that's something that is um we have the professor liddy's podcast yes. but if there's if that becomes something that um after attending we you know attending through the workshop that people are more interested in we can dive into that more but really the focus of this workshop is the practical application of it and so like i'll supply all the researchy stuff but we're really going to focus on like the individualized and practical application this is why this is such a passion project of mine is because we actually started implementing this in my agency 2019 before before COVID, is there a thing now that people say BC? I don't know. But I mean, there is a, there is a true definite before COVID. Now, whether we're in after COVID or still during COVID, we don't know. But, right. um, but anyway, so we really started to involve some of these um, techniques, practices um, into our company. And like I said, I had gone through my own, well, in the midst of still going through my own personal growth journey and um, had been working with, with a life coach and really being able to define my own goals. I mean, my own uh, values. And then within that, like what are the pillars and what are my goals moving forward? All of the things. And it really started to help my goals make more sense or for me to reevaluate my goals and change my goals. And this is my personal life and my and business world, but realizing that once I had those like values pinned down that were really like true to me and to who who I am, things really started to take off in my own personal life. And I was like, I have to share this with my team. And and Stephen had already started some of the curiosity-based management stuff. He had already, he kind of started his mindfulness journey a little bit earlier than me. I was a little bit more skeptical about a lot of that because I was really based in like, you know, behavior, you know, and some of that inner thought process there. I was like, well, I don't know. Like, can I change my own behavior with like how I do things? I don't, it, whole thing, right? 
So I started um, implementing this in our company like a little step at a time. And at first I was really nervous. I was like, everyone's gonna think I've lost my mind. Everyone's gonna think like I've left ABA and science to, to the side. What are you doing, April? But honestly, it started to really build this community feel with it. I mean, you guys know, like, I'm, you know, if you followed us before that, my company was this was small, you know, it was, a, it was a small company. And so we always wanted to keep, I always wanted to keep it small, keep that family feel to it. Um, but this really started to build community within, within my staff. And so I did some, we did some workshops like within, um, like in person. Uh, I dedicated having like one um, day in person a month um, for our team to all come together, um, whether it was in our office and, you know, we, we got creative and we had some ideas to like meet in the park and things like that, which actually turned out great because that's where we ended up having to meet was in the park mm -hmm. later on. But just starting to introduce this idea of, you know, some of the other mindful tech uh, tactics or my uh, tactics isn't the right word, but other mindful ways of living and really kind of forgot to start with values. And so then I kind of like circled back around and because a lot of the stuff we were talking about kept referring back to your values. And so I kind of circled back around and we brought in the values part of it. And it was really interesting because most everyone at that time hadn't had to were they, they weren't able to like state what their values were right? right like clearly state like oh this is my value this is how um and it really got them all thinking and i get a lot of really good feedback from them of like this is really hard yeah. but thank you for bringing this up and so we ended up spending quite a few we, we were like doing these monday night meeting things um and all of this anyways it really got a lot of conversation going and it and it um brought everyone together like even just looking at their own personal values well you know covid comes and it was really awesome because we already had this like foundation um of working together and and kind of having this like practice a little bit. I don't know. Um, I'm kind of stumbling over my words because I, I just, I know like when this was new to me, like within an ABA setting, like I, you know, I already shared, I was just kind of like skeptical. So I'm like a little hyper aware of like how I say things because I know I'm talking to a group of like science-based people, right? But anyways, the, the really the beauty to this and what my team didn't know at that time, but I was able to bring around was once they were all really starting to think about their own values, I involved them in updating our company values and updating our mission statement and being part of that. And then, you know, a few months down the line, as we were trying to keep all of our staff on payroll, but we had no sessions because the world shut down. Right. And we hadn't, we were trying to scurry to like pivot. I think this was even in a couple of weeks before we were trying to pivot to like telehealth and stuff, right? So we're like, okay, we have this money. Thank goodness, right? Like the PPP, the PPP stuff. Okay, we can keep you guys running. And so it was beautiful. I was able to say, okay, everyone, let's look back at your values. <laughs> What's important to you? What through your values? 
looking at our company values, can you provide for our company? Yeah. What, and so anyway, so basically what we did is we like did some special projects and I had people pitch to me like what they wanted to do that was like based on their own values and what was important to them that they also knew that connected to our company values. And then they were able to like invest into the company by doing a project. And, you know, of course, like we were a little limited on what we could do, but for the most part, we were able to, to like tap into someone's creativity. You know, it's important for me to be creative, you know, creative value or, um, you know, I need more um, structure is is my value so okay well help us put some structure into this that you know this one area and um and so Stephen was like well yeah of course that that's gonna keep your staff happy and that's gonna reduce turnover because of you know all this stuff that I've been researching and I was like yeah are you really and and so it turns out like Stephen was like remember that research about the and it turns out that um like we kind of saw it within our with our own, like in our own little bubble, right? It's like that, I mean, yes, pay is important. We all need to pay our bills. We all, you know, money, money, you know, rules the world. We, we need money and we need the right amount of money to live our lives, you know? And that, so that's an important thing. But, but there's a lot of research out there that shows that um, serving your purpose within work, being able to like fulfill your purpose and, and like follow your values and whatnot within your, within your job as like, can, can keep someone there longer. And it gives them like, um, a way of like growing and mm-hmm. I don't know, like within the workplace. And mm-hmm. so that can also reduce turnover. Yeah. When we do this at the leadership level, right? Like, like you can, you can see the shift and, and, it takes it takes a little bit longer for some people, right, mm-hmm. to get on board, and some people, hey, this, they're yeah. never going to get on board. But yeah. like, if you can use this within your company, it, it can make the hard decisions a little bit easier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, even as a leader within the company, right, like it really helps to guide decision making, mm-hmm. and it also helps to like justify the decision making sure. too. Like, okay, well, this is this is. This is how, you know, because there's a lot of difficult decisions with them being a business owner. And mm-hmm. then you're in a business where you're helping other people. Sure. And, um, and all, you know, so it really helps to guide that. And, it, and also any, like, conflict resolution among, like, your staff and, like, your clients, the families that you're working with, you know. And then, you know, something we'll go into more detail in, in the workshop, though, is, like, having boundaries as especially those <laughs> You know, we, we've all been there or we may be there right now where like you're in the hustle of building the company and you're doing all the things, you're all the hats, right? And you're wearing all the hats and you're working lots of hours, um, in a week. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a portion of that where of course you do have to put in a lot of work up front, like, um, but, but, but even in that, like deciding what your boundaries are and, and then like, as you're growing your company and you're hiring you know, staff being able to know like where your boundaries are and to shape that um, is, is is important too. All right, so we can we can we ha- I have a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. I got a couple of emails, but like I like can we just go over like can you describe yeah. like what? Okay, if they do decide to get this workshop, what are we talking about? So yeah, like, what yeah. do they get? Yeah. So okay. So what it looks like is it? So it's a I did meet it into two parts. So it's like part one, part two. 
because some, you know, depending on where you are in your journey, right? Like you may already be very aware of what your values are. You may be very clear. You already have your values set and, and you've already embedded those. Like you're, you've got those in your, you know, you use those values to, to start your company values, right? And so like part one is going to be the first um, session is going to be going over, like identifying your own personal values. So I'm going to go through a presentation, but it's going to be interactive where you can ask questions. You know, we can have like conversation. It's going to be kind of like a casual thing, but I will have a lot of information that I'll bring to you via presentation and um, of like, how like how to identify your values because okay. that can be overwhelming and hard yes. and then it will be followed up by a group coaching session and so the way this is how i'm like setting it up diff a little bit differently is because um this group coaching session is going to be kind of like a ask me anything q a that like we've done with some of the other mm -hmm. like rate negotiation and stuff like that but it's going to be a little bit more guided so okay you know identifying your own personal values can be can be intense and you know maybe there's like a hundred and you're trying to like narrow it down to three to five right and so you may be stuck on something right. um and, and you may have questions you may like need to talk out loud or you know or want advice or support on yeah. how to work it i mean through. like the one one thing that i don't know and maybe somebody will relate to this but like as like assuming a lot of who are listening are logic right? Being in, si in the science field and data collection, like clearly define what is, what is kindness, right? And so like getting yeah. wrapped up into needing to know exactly what the value label means can be quite mm -hmm. uh, hard for people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what, in, in fact, you know, when we were doing this with, um, when I was doing this with my team, I, I always had open door policy anyways, but I found, I was like, okay, what did I just do? Because what I ended up needing to do to support my team as I'm opening Pandora's box of like values yeah. is, is, is set up like, you know, individual, like basically like little mini coaching session with yeah. my, with my staff as whoever needed it. Right. Um, to open my door to be able to go over some of this of like, you know, what, what does it mean to be honest, you know, and like, what does it mean? This isn't, you know, all of us overthinkers sure. analytical, but yeah. yeah. So it just gives like that format to be able like not to leave you hanging. Right. Like here's a whole list of, you know, values. Here's why it's important to do it. Now go find your values and come back next class. And we'll talk about how to embed them into your right. company. Right. Like, I don't, I don't want that. And, um, and I want to be able to slow it down a little bit and, and just like sit with it for a minute and also recognize that there, there pro most likely will be like emotion that comes sure. out with this as well, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it be like, oh, I wish I would have done this a long time ago, some shame or something that comes through that. Or, um, wow, this is so freeing and this feels good and there's that emotion, you know. So, so the coaching session will follow the like interactive presentation okay. so like so step one um session one is personal values presentation then the coaching to kind of support you through that process what however that looks for the group of people who attends right, right. and then session two is okay so let's talk about your company core values and like aligning those with your personal values some some people may have the exact same set of values okay. um, and some may have a little differing right um, and then follow that, that will be followed by a coaching session. Mm -hmm. So that's part one. So there's four um, sessions in part one. 
And so then I, because I separated it, and so there's a part two. Mm-hmm. In part two, same thing, you know, live interactive casual presentation followed by a group coaching session. Mm-hmm. So that will also have four. So that one is going to be uh, writing your mission statement or updating your mission statement based on those company core values. Um, and then the fourth um, session in part two is going to be creating that, the culture, sorry, couldn't come up, I forgot that word. So it's going to be creating like, or shaping, I should say, shaping the culture of your company. Now, it, it this is this is like kind of bringing like the first three classes together and really it's going to look like how to involve your staff. Um, if you don't have staff yet, how can you involve your staff as you're like through the hiring process? So using these things when you're hiring, how to support your staff, how to, um, dis- you know, decision making, how to problem solve, you know, con- like conflict resolution kind of stuff, how to draw boundaries, not only with your own self as a business leader, but how to support your BCBAs and boundaries when they're dealing with um, clients and, you know, parents and, and all of that. And it may even help shape some of your policies and, and, and procedures and stuff within your workplace. So that's kind of what I mean by like shaping the the culture um, is basically just kind of embedding the values um, throughout all the parts of running your company. And then that group coaching that comes at the end of that is just going to be the same thing. It's going to be um, supporting, but I'm kind of, I'm really excited for those who um, go through both part one and part two and get to that you know, very last group coaching session where we kind of bring it all together. I'm really excited to see um, what comes from that. Um, so you have, so I, I, like I said, I broke it down in two parts. So part one is four sessions, part two is four sessions. Okay. So I just did that just in case some people were like, I've already, I'm very aware of my values, but oh yeah, I haven't thought about embedding it in my mission statement. And how would I, how do I like shape that culture within my company from those values? Cool. So. Does that answer? It does. Your Thank questions. you. And then, um, so the workshop. So you know, again, I put this link, the link to the store in the Facebook uh, Live thing we're doing. I guess that's what that's called. Uh, but you'll get sixty percent off the first ten people that sign up. Use coupon code first one. Uh, you'll get sixty percent off when you buy both. Early bird special is 25% off and use coupon code workshop. And and then when you buy both uh, and you'll get 25% off. I feel like I need like a flippy sign uh-huh. or something. To and go when does this start? This. When, what's the first day? Do you know? Oh, I'll yeah. So it is January 23rd. Okay. Right. So, so it's going to be on um, Mondays. Okay. It's going to be Mondays at noon Eastern Standard. Okay. And so the first is going to be um, January 23rd, the 30th, February 6th, and February 13th. Okay. And then we're going to have a two-week break. Okay. Because I think, too, um, the Canada games are here in Canada, so we need a little break so we can do that fun stuff. But I think it was a really good um, – I, I feel like it's a good timing, too, because for those of you who sign up for both parts, which I really hope that everyone does, I think there's value to all mm-hmm. parts of it. But then that kind of gives, like, a couple of weeks – to really like, like sit with everything from the first sure. part one, and then be able to then like be ready to take that and apply it to the next part. But the second part, 
starts on March 6th, and then it's four consecutive Mondays from that. Okay, cool. And you can, when you go to the website, you'll see both um, both workshops, and you can click on more details, and it gives you the times and the uh, the some like uh, I don't know the title of what each live session is. Yeah, right? which okay. session? Yeah. All right. All right. So that's the sales pitch. <laughs> uh, so again, use the discounts um, and and join it. I'm very excited that we can do this, and I'm mm -hmm. thankful that you're able to take this on. I think that it can be super beneficial to so many people. Just like like I said. Go on and listen to uh, Dr. Liddy's podcast, but, you know, just decreasing everyone's stress, you know, trying to decrease burnout um, and making making avail making the availability or space for more ethical decision making. So something that I get all the time, and this is kind of why we kind of did curiosity-based management was, okay, I've created my workplace and and I, I needed to get out like I, I've created my company I needed to get out of my previous employer's company because they were doing unethical things I was working too much or you know whatever reason I didn't like how they were handling staff or clients or whatever right I hear that all the time and so like how can I make a better place for my staff and I'm just going to switch it over so us together <laughs> that was a terrible switch but i did it how can i make a a like i want to make a better place than where i left yeah. and then you rush through credentialing you rush through making your policies and it's like ah i've already got a client list yeah. and now i've got 10 clients i've got three employees and i'm completely stressed and now you know oh my goodness i'm i'm now building the place that i just left well, everybody's burnt to, out yeah, everybody's it's stressed focus right it's so easy to lose right. focus so i think that this is for you if if that resonates with with anyone or you're concerned that uh that that may end up being what happens uh with your company if you're just starting out then i would i would recommend taking a listen and you know if you want to do a free consult just to get a better idea on what is included in this yeah. sign up for a free consult on our website april will gladly take that Absolutely. on and just yeah. go over you know uh how we can help well and that's why um you know depending on the interest level with with this right um, you know, I have big plans on doing more, right? Like going into intentions and like there, there's a, a lot more that can build from this. And so I'm really excited to see like what the interest level is. Yeah. I could see where, because I think for me, if I look back to the beginning, it could feel like, oh, just one more thing. Just another, another thing that I have to do to put on my list or that doesn't seem as important as rate negotiation and, you know, um, credentialing and stuff sure. like that. So I'll put that off for later. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'd like to make a case for it might be even more important than that. You know, right. um, I mean, I think it's it's really cool to be able to like embed all of that. Yeah. from the ground floor and just have it as part of how you do life how you run your company i i couldn't have said it better myself yes i think that's great <laughs> so if anyone has any questions comments concerns as always comment email mm -hmm. us reach out to us 
Um, and like I said, take advantage of those coupon codes before, or, you know, get them before they run out. Uh, that's the panic, right? <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, take advantage of those coupons and we look forward to everyone joining. And hopefully this was, uh, along with the commercial, hopefully it was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and oh, actually I, I have a couple more questions. Okay. So. Can, oh my goodness, I'm realizing the sun is right in my face. Mm. Um, okay, so what does it look like when you have company and personal goals aligned? Mm. What does it look like when yeah. you have? What's, the, what's that feel like? like personal. It, when, when, it, when you're there, like what was the first time you realized in your practice? Like, oh wow, this is really working. Like, can you describe that or do you have any? I'm um, peaceful. Peaceful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, there's there's a, there's research, mm -hmm. um, you know, out there too, and you know, it's embed those mm -hmm. within your company, like it it builds um, teamwork. Sure. Are you? You want to scooch sun, over? Sun. I, I can't figure out which way to go. Oh, yeah. so you're just gonna awkwardly? I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'll good. join you. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's looking at me. So, All right. Very good. Well, so so it helps to build better teamwork mm -hmm. and like build those relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess you asked about like for the business owner. Yeah, like what does it look like? I, I can like so I can remember when you first started doing this with cor with Corner Piece. Somebody came to me, and I was really—I wasn't really doing much for Corner Piece at this point, but I was still the director of operations. Um, but somebody came to me and said, "Thank you for doing this. I've been really having a difficult time at home, yeah. right? And <clears throat> and some, you know, my there, there's some family issues, and I'm not going to repeat what they said, right. but like, like it was like, thank you for doing this. I feel like I have space here that I can be myself. Like that was the first time." I realized this really works and how powerful it was that she felt comfortable enough, first of all, to come to me uh, and say that and, and that we, we allowed that space within our practice where she could feel her own feelings and all the stuff, yeah. you know, that yeah. was going on within her family and still be like one of our, you know, just an amazing employee. So yeah. like yeah. I, I, that, that was it for me. Yeah. I mean, I think that, it, I mean, it really, and see, that's like, I, I'm kind of, trying to choose my words wisely because I don't want it to be like, I'm like, Oh, buy this course, do this thing. And it's gonna, it's gonna, um, reduce your staff turnover, mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, yeah, it will, it might. It, you know, it's very likely that it will, mm -hmm. but even more so like because of my values is like connection. One of my values is connection and, you know, being able to have that openness to allow staff to come to me. And, and it's it's also not in a way because I have boundaries, because I've, right. you know, it's not like a am their therapist right. now or anything like that. So right. I don't want it to come across like that. But it just allows that space mm -hmm. to feel like a safe, like a safe space for mm -hmm. them to feel like it's okay for them to be themselves and be this human that they are and show up here and, you know, be heard. Yes. Now, it's just, it's in a way a little bit, it reminds me of parenting. And not in the sense that I'm parenting my staff, but in the sense of how, like, we're learning even through this journey to, like, be present for our child. Sure. And, like, hey, you can't do that thing. 
Um, there's consequences for that thing. Right. But I get you're feeling lots of anger and sadness and whatever. And I'm going to sit here with you and we're going to feel this together. Um, but there's still rules and regulations and there's still like... I'm like going back to the boss employee, the employee mm -hmm. um, staff thing. It's like, you know, I'm still, um, you know, we're still in this professional setting. Yeah, here's a safe place for you to land. Does that does that answer enough? Does yeah, that give you I, enough? I, I mean, I, it I just it's so. it just. But there again, I think too, like it just it's it it aligned with what I wanted within my company. Sure. You know, so. And then the last thing is the last question I've got is, can you give me some examples of how you would use, it doesn't matter which one, your own personal values or your company values, how do you use those day to day? Like, can you give some mm. examples of how you use them? Yeah, I mean, I think a big thing is decision making um, and choosing how to spend my time. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, based on, you know, family is like one of my values and connection and nature, you know, being in nature and, you know, all of these things are important to me. So mm. it helps to like, like if I'm starting to feel off balance, then I kind of do like a quick audit of my time, um, of how I'm spending my time. And when I look at my day planner and because yes, I still use, um, paper pencil. In fact, had a friend ship my day planner from the States cause they couldn't get it ordered in Canada. But, you know, I keep track of, you know, I think we all, to some extent, keep track of our schedule and where we're spending our time. And if we don't, but we get to this point where we're not feeling, like, feeling super stressed, we're feeling down, we're feeling not fulfilled, we're feeling really crummy and stressed within our company or our personal life, um, then maybe just take in a, a week to, like, journal or jot down where you're spending your time and looking to see how that aligns with your values. And if you see that you're spending a lot of time on things that don't align with your values, mm. then it makes perfect sense that you're going to feel off. You know, you're not going to feel like you're, you know, living your purpose and, you know, being, having the life that you, that you enjoy having or, you know, um, and so, so looking because in my own personal life with the winter here in Canada, I, in my, in my mind, I was like, oh, well, it's winter. It's too cold. I can't go. I was going to the beach daily, you know, or at least a few times a week to take a night nature walk, you know, do the things I do that help like fulfill me. Mm. And so then like actually on Saturday, uh, last Saturday, um, even though it's like really cold out, I bundled up. I walked down to the beach. I spent time on the beach because it, I realized I took a, I looked at my time. I looked at where I'm spending my time and I was like, I'm not getting in nature at all. And that's like one of my top things that right. that's important to me and, and like photography and things like that within mm -hmm. nature. And so, so I bundled myself up, took myself out into nature and enjoyed it. And, and it was like, oh, wow, why did I think that I could only do this when it's warm outside? Right. You know, like, so anyways... Um, I think these are all the things that we're go going to explore within. It's kind of what I'm hoping some of the coaching portions of the course are going to look like. Is mm -hmm. like being able to explore like where this shows up for everyone and for them to be like, oh, I realized that, you know, this thing that I don't make time for that feels so good to me is actually connected to my values, right. you know. And, and, oh, look, I was able to put this within our company. Um, for me, we had... Um, it was short-lived because of all the restrictions from COVID, but I was able to put 
my love of being in nature and being outdoors. And we did a couple um, meetings and activities as a group outside. Now, not everybody likes that. And that wasn't necessarily part of our company culture to be outside in nature. But it was something important to me. And I was able, and because we had that kind of community, I feel like most of my staff, like, appreciated that because they understood like where that was coming from even though if maybe wasn't theirs their cup of tea yeah 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 and then if you're starting this journey and maybe you've taken some of this information and you're like okay fine i'll i'll think about my values (laughs) a little bit more do you have any helpful like is there a website they should go to or is there like a podcast that you love listening to or is there like how do I start this? Like, what what do you, what advice do you have? So there, oh my gosh, Stephen, you know me. I have AirPods in my ears at all times, listening to podcasts or audio books about all of this kind of right. stuff. Um, I don't have a particular one. I can think about it, um, but you could pretty much Google like a list of values, right? And so, like, if you don't even know where to start. Just Google a list of values. Like you can find Google's of lists, tons of lists. Like personal like values, personal lists values. or something. Yeah, it was like, you know, integrity and honesty and I don't even know. I can't think of, you know, like Yeah, 100. I did a, yeah, you'll, you'll. You have one in yes, curiosity Yes, I have a ridiculously large list and you go through yeah. it. Yeah. And then like, I guess when I did it also with, this was through therapist, right? Like mm-hmm. I spent years on this stuff. Because again, I would go to this list and it would be like, what do these words even mean? Right? Like, yeah, what, 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 yeah. What, 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 yeah. What's the difference between, and I can't even think of an example right well, now. Well, I don't know, integrity and honesty, maybe? Yeah, like, because yeah, they're kind of yeah, close. Yeah, and those are the of, two yes. that came out in my head. Yes. And it was like, okay, well, you know, let me Google the definition of both and see which <laughs> one and fits in. It's almost <laughs> like doing like a, um, like a quiz or something, yes. right? And so my, when I worked through this, it was, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Just yeah. read the words, take a second, and then what, how does it hit in you, right? Do you feel right. it? Right, yeah. Feel it? And that's what you, that, and, yes. that, and that works for some people. Yeah. And that's what, that's what worked for Stephen. So what did you do? Well, so my beautiful, amazing life coach, JJ, I'll have to ask her if she minds me sharing her information with you guys. But yeah, she she um she's also a BCBA and um in her she'll say in her former life, I guess. But anyways, JJ, if you're listening, sorry I'm butchering um all of your about information here. But anyways, the whole point of this is she gets she gets me because we you know we work together right mm-hmm. for for so long and she she's been my coach for and and um she understands my like um the way my brain works. So she actually said, put the list away. Okay. Put it away. Hide it. Okay. Because I was grouping like items, mm-hmm. like words. I was like Googling definitions. Yeah. I was taking one word. Like I was doing the thing that, like, I, I don't know. I was like trying to make a, I don't know like what I was trying to do with these things. But it was almost like I was trying to really overanalyze like I was making a treatment plan for myself sure. or something. Like sure. I was like, I don't, it, it was getting too much. And so she was like, close your eyes. She walked me through like some visualizations of mm-hmm. um, like where I see, like where I'm happiest, like where I see myself, like where I'm peaceful, where, I'm, you know, like, and then like um, what I like to spend my time doing. I don't even remember exactly how she walked me through it because I was like, 
she was able to take me out of all of that overthinking it and just help me to be present and in the moment. And like she had some questions she asked me. And then through that, she goes, oh, well, that sounds like connection. And I was like, connection, yes. And then I started like talking about like how that, how I want that to show up in my life and how I want, you know, and, and then like, you know, as life goes on, if I'm like starting to feel kind of off and not, I don't know, just not feeling like I'm getting everything that I want to get out of life, then I like look at my connections. The first thing I look at, like nature is kind of up there in the top three, but connections, the first thing I look at and, um, in our home life, that's when I start serving supper at the dinner table, right? right? Instead of like, you know, fast order, like short order (laughs) cook, throw in food at all directions. I like, even if it's just a quick bowl of pasta, cook it, set it out on the dining room table, force my family here. And I say, I need connection. Please come sit and eat with me and let's talk about our days. And then, you know, it's a four, sometimes it's force of the first, but then like it really ends up being like genuine connection by the end of it. So So it can really like identify your needs, right? it, It really, I mean, it just, there's so many things. And that's why I came up with a workshop and even making a workshop eight sessions long, I still am like, how am I going to fit all of this right, in? Right. Because there's just so, so, so many, so many things to talk about when right. it comes to this. And that's why when Stephen's like, well, let's do an introductory podcast to like overview this workshop. I, you know, and I'll be honest, when we started this podcast today, I was like feeling really awkward and weird, number one, because I'm used to being the one like not on the spotlight for this Great thing for and being able just to ask questions and sit back and listen or whatever. And I was like, Oh, it's, it's on me today. I I'm like, Lena, what am I going to say? Like, what, how am I going to like start this thing? And I think it was because of like overthinking, like, okay, there's so much to say. How do I even taper it down without just spewing a bunch of nonsense? Because it's a passion thing for me. And like, am I beautiful ADHD brain plus passion? Then it just like spews everywhere. So like to take this way back around to like, mm-hmm. how do you, if like, if, if this course isn't something that you're able to do right now, but you are interested in looking at your values, um, you can, you can look at a list and you can narrow it down. You can like, you know, be mindful and present in the moment of like how you're feeling doing certain things. Um, what brings you joy? Um, you know, what, what satisfies you? Um, and kind of jot that down, maybe journaling, you know, Mm -hmm. if if that's something that, um, sounds right for you, um, you know, over maybe a week or two, um, you know, take a few minutes, not even every day, but a few days within that time period and like, think back to your day and journal or, you know, and one way that I've, I've actually doing some consults with some of the three pi square um, customers, those that I mentioned before that didn't even come to me for this type of thing. Mm -hmm. But I was like, hey, let's take a minute. Let's step back. Like, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your business to look like? Like, what if you could build your dream job? Like, what would it look like? And a lot of times those things are going to align with your values. Yes. And like, if you need to, which I needed to, just know that that this will have a practical application to your life. Yeah. That this isn't just some woo-woo hippie thing. <laughs> I apologize if there are any woo-woo hippie people listening or watching this. But, 
I, I I said that very offensively, but that was me. I was it was all up here, and like that that was it for me. Um, and so I, I need like I needed that. I needed something that I could grab a hold of and say, okay, brain, like this yeah. is going to have yeah, some like, pra- like a yeah, tangible. It's tangible. Yeah, it's it's a, this is going to provide some practical uh, tools that I can use to make my life better. Right, and so. You know what? Fine. If that's what my mind needed so that I could work through this stuff, then great, right? But it's I think it's really important to get your mind and your body working together here yeah. because if your brain, your logical brain is like saying, "Yeah, this isn't for me," then it's going to be really difficult, I think, to to go down this path maybe. Yeah, I mean, possibly. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's I mean, no, there are lots of different Lots of different people who are coming from lots of different walks of life. And um, the thing that brings us all together in this particular platform are, you know, ABA Mm -hmm. and, you know, being, you know, owning or starting an ABA business or growing a business. That that brings me, and I I really should just get up and change that light because we keep on talking. But um, who, who do you think would benefit from this workshop? Who would you think could benefit from that? Well, I mean, honestly, any business owner. Okay. I mean, not. I'm not even. Re- it's not even going to be. We're not really going to talk about ABA unless okay. it's within someone's, you know, value, right? Like, right. but like anybody really, and I say anybody who like owns a business or who is like, I mean, anyone could get value from this okay but the reason i'm like kind of like being a little bit funny about this is because the second session and the third session like it's about like forming your your company values Mm. and your mission statement and if you're a bcba at a company and you don't have any say within the leadership group then you could learn that still and try to take it to your leadership Mm. and see if they're open to it um but it is kind of like in a way and you know and if anybody need help with that i'd be more than happy to like help them out with that but it's like really for people who have that ability to you know that are in the decision making process to be able to make their own goals and form their mission statement now within our company um of course when we started our company i didn't have any of those stuff right, right. and so like we just made up our own stuff right, right. our own mission statement which really i actually wasn't too far from what we ended up switching it i mean i was we were kind of kind of knew our values then we just didn't know we knew our values right but i we formed a leadership team within within our agency and we had like an admin person uh, like a supervisor bcba level and a tech someone on a tech level mm-hmm. um or the minimum sometimes it grew a little bit bigger um but and we we included them in part of part of that process and that's part of what i'm going to talk about just scoot your chair there you I go did it. I did that's it. what i'm gonna talk about it's like <laughs> In that um, culture, you know, like shaping the culture. Cut. That's part of it is including staff members. Cut. And then the last thing. So so you're saying like leadership. So like if you're yeah. director of operations, director of clinical service, right. somebody in the yeah. leadership or a business owner. Yeah. Okay. And so. Or if you feel like if, if you're anybody that you, if you feel like you have like an open door to your sure. leadership but i think that most of our audience yes. here are either thinking about starting their own company or they they are starting their own company or they're growing or they're, their own company or they're but in they, the leadership team yes. or they're yeah yes. and so i think too like even if you're you've been doing this for 10 years 
um, it's still for you, right? Even yeah. maybe even more so. Like it's right. not just for people who are starting out. Because another thing too, like your values can change as you change right. and grow. As you're in different stages of life, your values are going to change. So even if you started your company 10 years ago on one set of values and you're like, hmm, maybe maybe I should shift those, you know, maybe it's right. time for some change or I, I've been running my company for 10 years. I never thought about values. Hmm. I'm interested in seeing how that could. Yeah. So it's really, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, it's for whoever wants to come hang out. <laughs> okay. Talk about their values. All right. Yeah. That was really, that was my only question was like, mm-hmm. okay, who, who could, who should attend or who, yeah. who would it be helpful yeah. for? Um, okay. That's it. That's all I have. So, uh, again, anyone that watches this after the fact or anyone listening to it, uh, feel free to reach out, ask any questions you have, sign up for a free consult, get more information. Again, take advantage of those coupons. Um, and that's it. That's all we have. So I appreciate everyone watching and listening. Thank you again, April, for doing this. And sign up, everyone. Everyone make this a big success, all right? And um, yeah, Uh, we hope that you can join us. And have a wonderful day, and I think we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about 3Pi Squared and the products and services that we provide, please go to www.3pisquared.com. And if you enjoy our podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe or add it to your favorites. This way you won't miss any episodes. And you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by searching 3Pi Squared. Thank you so much for listening.